Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Friday, July 24th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there has ever been. Call him, 317-849-2933. It's opening day. Cubs baseball finally on the docket. Real Cubs baseball, not the silly scrimmages, but a real game against the Brewers. The Cubs open up with three against the Brewers at Wrigley. Then they toddle down to Great American Ballpark, where the Cubs fans usually outnumber the Reds fans, but there won't be any fans in the stands. That's okay. You got four down in Cincinnati, and then you've got another three against Pittsburgh. They open with 10 against the National League Central. We're going to know what the Cubs are all about very, very quickly over the next 10 days. In fact, over the next seven day, 17 days, they don't get a day off. So we're going to find out in the next two and a half weeks whether the Cubs are going to be players or whether they're going to be contenders or whether they're just going to be also Rands. I don't have a good feeling about this whole thing. I got to tell you the truth. As I've watched the Cubs play in these scrimmages, either against themselves, the White Sox, or the Twins, they have looked as joyless as they did in 2017, 18, and 19. Once they won the World Series, for whatever reason, baseball became work to the Chicago Cubs. The joy that they brought to the ballpark in 2015 and 2016 was absent from their duties on the field. They still work hard at the game. They're earnest people, but that doesn't get it done. You've got to enjoy what you do. Whatever you do, you've got to enjoy it. And it looks like the Cubs just aren't enjoying baseball in the same way that they did in 2015 and then 2016. It's like the work is done. Everything that we wanted, we've got. And so, you know, we're going to work at it. But that extra 2% that you get from loving what you do, it looks like that is absent from Wrigley Field. I hope that it comes back. I hope David Ross is able to bring it back. A lot of the same players from 15 and 16, right? Joe Madden gone, which I think is a good thing. We talk about this, and we'll talk about this with the great Evan Altman from Cubs Insider on Inside Indiana Sports a little bit later today. 
Uh, that's just a bit of a preview. Evan and I are going to have a good discussion about what the Cubs are, what the Cubs want to be, what the Cubs can be. We'll talk about all that coming up a little bit later today. Uh, the Pacers, yesterday afternoon, it was a scrimmage against Portland. They didn't play great coming out of the shoot. The first 12 minutes of this 48 or 40 minute scrimmage, not the best basketball you've ever seen in your life. And then all of a sudden, Brogdon and Oladipo, both holidays, they turned on the Jets and they dispatched the Trailblazers. In the second half, the Pacers led by as many as 14 points. They go on to win by three. Justin Holiday led all scores with 16 points. Aaron Holiday second for the Pacers with third. It was a holiday down in Orlando. Uh, fun to watch basketball being played. The game presentation was fine. All the signs are a little bit odd to me, but that's okay. Everything is odd right now, so we kind of we sort of let it go. You know, you, you say, okay, everything's odd. Everything's weird. What the hell are we going to do about that? Nothing. So let's accommodate what these people are trying to do in making sure that we enjoy these, uh, these basketball telecasts as much as we possibly can. Victor Oladipo still says he's going to take it day by day. It is the media's job to talk to Victor Oladipo, but I'm telling you, he is not going to say anything worth listening to for a while, and that's just who Victor Oladipo is right now. He doesn't know what he's going to do come August 1st. Pacers opener a week from tomorrow. Can't wait. By the way, Cubs opener tonight, 7 o'clock. Uh, didn't mention the time, and it will be on ESPN. Let's go back to baseball for a minute. Great quote by uh, Bill Vec. For those of you who don't know who Bill Vec was, Bill Vec was a baseball owner of the St. Louis Browns, Cleveland Indians, and the Chicago White Sox, and did a wonderful job of cultivating love for the game through his own love for the game. He had an, uh, a listed phone number, so you could just call him. I called him when the Cubs made a deal. It was a three-way deal where they sent away uh, Carmelo Martinez and Fritz Connolly to the Padres, and they got Scott Sanderson from the Expos. I was furious. Because Carmelo uh, Martinez had hit a bunch of home runs in a very short period of time toward the end of the previous season. And so I, in, in the 83 season. So I might have had a couple of man sodas. I picked up the phone. I got, uh, I called information in Chicago. I got Bill Veck's phone number. I called Bill Veck. I said, Mr. Veck, my name's Ken Sterling. I'm a, a student at Indiana University, and I don't like this trade. What, what do you think about this deal? And he goes, Kent, what do you think that, uh, Carmelo Martinez is going to hit 78 home runs a year. It's what he was on pace for. He's not. They got while they're getting as good. Sanderson's got a great fastball. Now, any other questions? We talked for about 15 minutes. It was absolutely great. As a result of the conversation, I bought this book. Vec as in Wreck. Unbelievably good book about baseball, business, and life. Not in that order. If you have not read this book, if you're a business student at Indiana University or anywhere else and you have not read... Vec is in rec. You must do that. It should be part of the curriculum of every decent business school in the world. This has more good real-world advice about the world of business than any book you're going to read in your lives. And a lot of it has to do with baseball, which makes it a fun read. The University of Wisconsin, according to Barry Alvarez, is going to lose $100 million in revenue if the football season is canceled. If the football season's not canceled, they're going to lose between 60 and $70 million because 
of the uh, lost revenue from the uh, non-conference games that have been canceled. So there you go. I think it's a good thing. You know, for, for the student-athletes, they're not getting paid, so they don't have to take a pay cut. This is wonderful to, for them, right? Their lives are going to be unaltered by any of this because at no point does the university, other than the cost of living stipend, go into their pockets to pay the kids. The scholarships, we know what those are. Those are the cost of a desk in a classroom. That's the cost of the scholarship. The real cost of the university of the scholarship is a desk in a classroom. Other than that, it's no blood for the university. They may move money from one department to another department, but all in all, that's shuffling, you know, deck chairs on the Titanic, right? The desks, that's the cost. The teachers, they're already teaching. The buildings, they're already built. Everything... other than the food and uh, the training facilities, which are really self-serving for the universities, you know, other than those things, the, uh, there's no blood other than the desk, no expense for uh, colleges to make good those scholarships. Uh, UK, the University of Kentucky's faculty, they want to strip Adolf Rupp's name off Rupp Arena because Rupp's name uh, stands for racism in the state of Kentucky. Whether or not Adolph Rupp was a racist, I don't know. But I'm telling where does this end? I mean, to some extent, everything that happened over the last 200, hell, 400 years in the United States of America is somehow or another linked to racism. I mean, you can't just eliminate history. Adolph Rupp was a hell of a basketball coach. He made Kentucky basketball what it is. He did it with primarily white players, all white players, until like 1969 or 1970. I get that. But he was a basketball coach in a state filled with racists. What do you want Adolph Rupp to do? You want Adolph Rupp to be shot outside of, you know, uh, Memorial Fieldhouse for recruiting a bunch of African-American kids to come play basketball in Kentucky? How many buildings are you going to have to strip names off of in the state of Kentucky if you you start judging people based upon their racial uh, intolerance prior to, like, you know, the Civil Rights Act in 1964? You're not going to have have a building with a name on it in the state, for God's sake. You can't whitewash the entirety of American history. I'm no big fan of Adolph Rupp, but God Almighty, the name has been on the building for damn near 50 years. And in Adolph Rupp, what Adolph Rupp stands for to me is cheating. Now, if you want to come out against cheating, I'm all for taking Adolph Rupp's name off Rupp Arena. But if we're talking about racism, hell, back in those days, everybody was a racist in one way or another preposterous. Uh, Mick Ressler is out as the football coach at Burbuff High School. Uh, Burbuff Prep, Mick Ressler, uh, a good dude in all of my interactions with him, whether it was at, you know, a St. Simon game or uh, talking to him, uh, interviewing him on the radio. Mick Ressler seemed to be a good dude. 11 days prior to the first practice for the upcoming season seems to be odd timing. Uh, Ressler said, to Kyle Neddenrip at the Indianapolis Star that he was shocked. And so this wasn't expected. 
This wasn't something that was coming down the pike or something that wrestler initiated himself. Um, so we don't know exactly what happened. I doubt we ever do. So there you go. Uh, Brabuff moving on without Mick Wrestler, who I always thought was a terrific coach. I mean, hell, over the course of his time at Brabuff, 54 and 30, and prior to him getting there, Brabuff was just a, uh, they were a doormat in terms of football, if my memory is correct. Seven and three last season. They went to two state finals in 2013, 2017. I don't get it, but it's not mine to get. It's not my school. And uh, how people want to run it over at Burbuff, they get to run it over at Burbuff. And if that's over the top of a, what I perceive to be a good guy in Mick Ressler, that's the way it goes. I feel bad for him, and, and I feel bad for the kids, but kids adjust as they always do. Let's celebrate some birthdays on this opening day. The Major League Baseball season's upon us, right? Yankees win last night 4-1. to one. Clayton Kershaw goes on the DL. Of course he did, because that's what Clayton Kershaw does. Uh, James Searing, happy birthday. Chris Lane, Chris Soriano, Mike Kenosian, happy birthday. Melina Kennedy, George Ann Rice, Messers celebrating a birthday. Dave Dillon, happy birthday. The great Whitey Capsalis, soccer coach at Cathedral, author of great books that you and your sh your kids should read. If they love soccer, if they love stories of triumphing, an underdog triumphing over obstacles, Whitey's books, absolutely fantastic. Mark Elfenbein, happy birthday. And Steve Gladys Plummer, celebrating a birthday center for the 1978-79 New Albany Bulldog team that should have won a state championship, did not. They were denied that opportunity by Chuck Franz in the sectional final at Jeffersonville High School as Franz dropped 53 on New Albany's head in an overtime thriller that was heartbreaking for every student at New Albany High School. That's just the way it went. Happy birthday to Gladys. It's Friday, so we dance. It's opening day, so we dance twice. We do the windmill, as a great Scott Hermetti taught us. Scott Rockermetti, greatest dance instructor and dance inventor of our time, Denny Terrio. No, Scott Hermetti, he's the man. Have a great day. We'll talk to you with the great Evan Altman coming up sport, uh, inside Indiana Sports. That'll post a little bit later this morning.